It was Motzi Yom Kippur in the court of the Baal Shem Tev HaKadosh. And just to give you an idea, the Hasidim just had the privilege to spend the last 24 hours with their saintly leader, the Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tev. And each and every tefillah was an incredible journey unto itself. Kol Nidre, Shachris, Mincha, Sefer, Yonah, Ni'ilah, even the weekday Mairiv, each and every tefillah with their Rebbe was a journey closer to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, closer to one another and closer to themselves. And everybody was getting ready to go home to break the fast. But we know that Amasiyam Kippur, before we go home to break the fast, we recite Kiddush Lavana. The bracha, the special blessing that we recite over the new moon, the new month. That tefillah, which is really an anticipatory prayer, asking the Ribbono Shal Olam to make it a month filled with bracha, filled with mazlan, ultimately filled with messianic redemption. Mariv is finishing the Baal Shem Tov peaks outside and he sees that the sky is filled with clouds and he's incredibly dismayed because the Baal Shem Tov, in his deep sense of Racha Kodesh, his deep prophetic spirit understood that it was necessary for Klal Yisrael to begin the new year with this mitzvah and he's distraught. He's distraught. All of the tefillahs, everything we did, we need, still need Kiddush Lavana, this first mitzvah of the new year to tilt the scales in our favor. So the Baal quickly retreats to his study and he begins to daven, tehillim, tefillos, trinos, bakashos, anything and everything, just in order to drive away the clouds so that the Baal and his Hasidim together could recite Kiddush Lavana. Well, outside in the courtyard, the Hasidim don't realize exactly what's happening. They're also waiting for the clouds to disperse, but they feel such an incredible state of elation, they begin to dance and sing. And it's like Simchas Torah. It's like the middle. You would not know that these Hasidim were fasting for the last 25 plus hours. They're singing, they're dancing. Soon the singing and dancing becomes so spirited that they spill over from the courtyard into the base medrash. One of the Hasidim, one of the Hasidim says to his friends, quick, let's get the Rebbe. Let's grab the Baal Shem to bring him into the circle to sing. Chachasid <laughs> said to him, you can't do that. You know, when the Rebbe's door is closed, the Rebbe's door is closed. The Baal Shem Tov is davening. They didn't know what exactly was going on. Meanwhile, the other side of the door, Baal Shem Tov is crying and weeping and davening. Please push aside the clouds so we can say Kiddush Lavana because we need that schus, we need that mitzvah in order to tilt the scales in our favor. Dancing continues. Finally, one of the Hasidim gets so caught up in the energy of the moment that he pushes open the door to the Baal Shem Tov study. And he dances in, he grabs this friend, the friend holding a friend, and the circle begins to spill into the study of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh. And the Hasidim are dancing and singing at the top of their lungs. And meanwhile, the Baal Shem Tov is sitting at his desk, sitting at his table, his hand, his head in his hands, davening and beseeching, a little bit oblivious to what's going on around him. The same Chazid says to his friend, okay, now we're inside the Baal Shem Tov study. Come with me. Let's grab the Rebbe. Let's grab the Rebbe and pull him into the circle. The second Chazid says to his friend, you, know, you can't do that. Can't do that. You don't. You don't. You don't grab the Baal Shem Tov Hakadosh and you don't pull him into the circle. He's not your buddy. He's not your friend. Whatever the Rebbe is doing, the Rebbe is doing. Leave him alone. So this first chassid, he just got so caught up in the moment, so caught up in the moment that 
he went over to the Baal Shem Tov, took the Baal Shem Tov's hand and pulled the Baal Shem Tov into the circle. And now the Hasidim go nuts. Now the singing reaches a feverish pitch. And the dancing, it's almost like their feet aren't even touching the ground. It's Matzah Yom Kippur. They're dancing with their Rebbe, the Baal Shem Tov. And at first the Baal Shem Tov was a little bit startled to be pulled into the circle, but he too joins in. And the same chutzpah, the chassid, pulls the Baal Shem Tov into the middle of the circle. And he's dancing with his Rebbe and singing. The chassid then retreats to the exterior part of the circle. The Baal Shem Tov is left there in the middle singing and dancing with all of his chassidim. And in the midst of this frenetic and feverish service of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the beautiful singing and dancing, the walls themselves reverberating with the beautiful nigunim that are coming out of the mouths and the hearts and souls of the chassidim, the Baal glances out of the window of his study and he sees something amazing. The clouds have dispersed and the moon was shining brightly. And in that moment, the Baal of HaKadosh said to the Hasidim, Thank you. Because I learned that sometimes you could accomplish so much more with simcha, with joy, than you could accomplish just with tefillah, just with prayer. Sometimes you could accomplish more with simcha than you can just with prayer alone. The incredible and magnificent lesson of the Baal Shem Tov HaKadosh. Tefillah is important. Prayer is the cornerstone of who we are. Not only institutionalized prayer like we do three times a day, but tefillah, the ability to talk to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the ability to beseech HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the ability to lobby HaKadosh Baruch Hu for what we want from ourselves, for what we want from life, for what we want from Hashem. Of course, you, know, you don't need me to tell you the importance of tefillah. But the Bashandav was saying the power of simcha, the power of being in a state of joy, the problem of, the problem, the power of having a simchadik outlook and attitude being the kind of person who sees the glass half full, being the kind of person who sees the beautiful brachas in life, being the kind of person who walks outside and doesn't see everything that's broken, but sees everything that's beautiful. The power of simcha drives away the clouds. The power of simcha drives away all of those things that obscure the beautiful, luminescent blessing of moonlight. Because the moon represents all of those things that are beautiful, that shine brightly, and the clouds represent all of those different challenges in life. And so often we can never see the moon from behind the clouds because we just lose ourselves in the clouds of Tsaris. And this is where Simcha comes in. But dear friends, Simcha, joy, happiness is a choice. No one could make you happy. No one could command you to be happy. No one could do something to transform you or transport you into a state of happiness. Simcha is a choice. The Bashandav could have also retreated from the circle, gone back to his desk, and put his head back into his hands and lost himself in prayer. But instead, he decided to lose himself in Simcha. You know, it's interesting.
as we come to the end of the year. So I find it very interesting how you hear many times people say, oh, good riddance, happy that 2020 is over. 2021 is going to be so much better. And the Mir Hashem, 2021 should also be better. But chas v'shalom to say, so happy the year is over. Or chas v'shalom to say, oh, good riddance. Because we have an obligation to think back and to try to recognize all the beautiful and wonderful things that did occur this year. There were a lot of clouds, and there are a lot of clouds. That's the reality. There are a lot of clouds. But there's almost also so much beautiful moonlit blessing. There's so much good. Baruch Hashem, Shech, Yonah, Vikimonah, Vigyonah, that the vaccines are here. And in Hashem, before we know it, we'll have the opportunity, many of us have the opportunity be able to partake in this miracle of modern day science. So again, do you lose yourself in the clouds? Do you say, oh, everything is terrible. I can't see the moon. Everything is terrible. But if you go out and you sing a little bit and you dance a little bit and decide to be besimcha, decide to see what's good, decide to focus on what is beautiful, go out of your way, to look for in yourself and in your world and in your life all the things that are working well and all of the beautiful blessings that have never left. Then like the Baal Shem Tev, you too can drive away the clouds. You too can go ahead and push away all of the negativity and allow the beautiful moon, the luminescent moon of Bracha to shine forth. Wishing everyone a wonderful day.